Hello and what's going on? Rich Ryan here, Reinforced Running Podcast. What's up? Today, we have Tyler Veerman and I bring him on. He was one of the favorites in the Spartan World Championship of Ultra, but uh, since we recorded this, they have said that they're going to cancel that event. So luckily for you guys, we talk about a lot more than just his prep for the Spartan World Championships, including some direction when it comes to the races that he's been putting on. And we talk about his journey to trail running and how mountain running kind of translates over to OCR. So a ton of good content here. You're going to really love it, but we'll just get into it and you'll see. Here we go. Tyler Veerman. All right, Tyler Veerman, my guy. So you just organized and executed a race. You're, yeah. you're, are, you, are you like officially feeling like a race director now? <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to do it just to see what would happen and uh, kind of just try something different. But um, yeah, there's there's still some more. If I were to add some more elements to it, like obstacles or strength stations or whatever, I think the logistics would be, there'd be a little bit more logistics to work into it. But overall, it was pretty easy to uh, put together. Um, you know, I didn't, we didn't mention any of this to like the HOA board and all the people who, because we actually do have other events that um, there's like a bike race that they put on here. Um, and they also put on other events as well. But the bike race is like the big one. Um, and, you know, they have to run it by the the board and get, I don't know, get certain things approved and probably deal with all liability issues and all that. So, um, yeah, I, if I were to put on another one, I think I would have to go through them um, because somebody did ask, uh, my, like my dad was taking down the tape and somebody did ask about about that like the markings course markings and everything um they they weren't angry but you know they were just wondering what what all that was for um so like (laughs) we would have to deal with that next time if we if we put something together so it's like one of those things like if you are part of an hoa that it's not necessarily that the race or just doing stuff like that is is would be upsetting to the people in the community, but it's just like, because they would have asked for permission. It's like, well, if I had that per- ask for permission, you should ask for permission, that, that kind of stuff. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, so yeah. And, and like, but you kept it small right now. I think that helped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was something I didn't realize when we were first talking, um, cause I mentioned, I mentioned to you, I was like, Oh, maybe I'll give it a shout on the podcast and, and just like see if it can create any, any, uh, generate any buzz but you're like oh it's capped at like 10 people i was like oh, okay never mind <laughs> we, yeah. don't, we, don't, we don't we don't need people banging on your door trying to get into this thing but uh but so the race itself was again you said it was pretty simple it was a mile sandbag carry which sucked and then it was <laughs> about was it about a 10k from it was the- a little little less like right from the lot there it was like just under uh it was like 5.86 i think way less for 10 summer. it was like yeah point three for that guy (laughs) you know i i don't know he showed me his uh it wasn't on strava it was like his app his watches app um but i mean it looked like he ran the same same course but like yeah that was weird he finished like he finished pretty far ahead of you he was like 20 seconds ahead of me and then he was like five minutes in front of me (laughs) yeah Yeah, that was weird but 
But uh, so like, yeah, tell me a little bit about the idea behind it. So yeah, it was a mile sandbag carry and then basically a 10K trail run, 5.8 trail run, ran up, gained about, what would we gain? 18? 13. 13? It was like 1,300. Yeah. Yeah. And nice, really nice flowy type of trails definitely a climb the descent was so much fun the, the race was just mm-hmm. it was the trails were great so and then it was just kind of like into the finish so it was like kind of a a blend of obstacle racing but just kind of like really to compromise your running with that sandbag carry and then start up uh, so a climb so it felt like felt like we climbed for a mile and then we started climbing <laughs> for for two and a half miles which was uh, which is interesting right it's like a sensation that you get in a spartan race or an, an ocr or whatever so wh- what did yeah. make you want you said you wanted to try something new so was this something you've been thinking about a while and like this was a good way to do it where you're like let me just put my like dip my toe in and like ask people that i know or local have them come out and yeah see like i don't know like career wise like i'm kind of getting to that point where i'm like thinking about doing something else and you know it doesn't hurt to uh to like have these other hobbies like just try something like this and i don't know i i just wanted to get the ocr community together too because like i i really miss everybody you know i've been doing a lot of trail races i haven't been racing as much but um yeah i just i knew i could do it like i had the resources available and I just thought like, why not? Like I had a really good idea or I had a really good feeling that people would be willing to do it. And I I just, I wanted to see what would happen pretty much. Um, But overall I wanted to try it just, um, you know, maybe, maybe I could put it on the resume, maybe uh, other opportunities would open up. Um, That's just kind of what I was thinking, you know, but I wanted to get everybody together and just kind of give back a little bit too to the community. So, you know, (laughs) <laughs> totally. And that's something I I had thought about organizing races when I was younger, like more like road races stuff before I was into OCR. And, and later now looking back, I know that that would definitely not be an area that I would enjoy. <laughs> like, oh, that, that type of organizing, kind of like, you know, uh, more or less problem solving. I'm sure it's a lot of putting out fires and this and that uh, when things kind of scale up. So if nothing else, you got a chance to see about that. So did you like it? Was it like fun for you to organize? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of weird. I, I wish I had more, more stuff to do when you guys were like out running, but like uh, <laughs> overall, yeah, it was kind of fun to, um, to put together and um, just like figure out some things on the fly. Uh, like it, yeah, it wasn't too challenging because it was a small, small group and, we had everything available, but I thought, I thought it was pretty fun. Um, it would have been cool. Well, we had, uh, Annie come out and help with mm-hmm. pictures. Uh, so it's kind of nice to have some extra helping hands with that. And, uh, and my dad actually, I got to get the footage too. He flew the drone around, uh, at the summit. I mean, I got to look at those pictures, but have you seen it uh, at all? Does it look cool? Cause I heard we, it. I, yeah. I was looking at the, the feed as he was doing it. Um, I haven't seen the, the end result, but I mean, it looked cool, but you know, I had some extra helping hands. So that was just like a bonus. Um, so I wasn't, wasn't working this thing completely alone, but yeah, you know, it was pretty, pretty easy because everything was, was close by. And, um, if I needed anything here at the, at the house, I could come and grab it. So logistically it wasn't too, too bad. You know, we weren't off at some random venue in the middle of nowhere, um, with like limited, 
limited resources to use, but <laughs> yeah. So <sighs> for next year, are you like dead? Set? Are you like, this is happening again. We're doing it. Uh, I'm thinking about it. I mean, I'll, I definitely, I wouldn't mind putting on something like that again and adding in some things, but we, I think I will have to uh, bring it up to like HOA and be yeah. very specific with what I plan on doing uh, because they're just worried about the liability and all that. Uh, that I mean, that's what I would imagine. Uh, uh, yeah. And I'm sure they're going to make you, I don't know, but I would imagine that there's some sort of cost associated with just the liability part. Like just, all right, you got to get insurance. We got to pay for uh, like a paramedic or something like they need, there's probably something that they need to do to cover their ass that they're going to yeah. make you like facilitate, I would guess. So, right. So then you got to charge people. And I was thinking about that during the run. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, you should probably should have, even for this one, which is pretty low key, even just a couple bucks, put, get people some skin in the game, you know? So, oh yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta hold some people accountable. I, I was thinking that too. Like, you know, we had, we had like what, four or five athletes not show. Um, they either had to like work or something or, but, um, you know, yeah, it, I think that'd be nice to like hold the people accountable a little more, like just make it a little more official, but, um, yeah, I think that that's what I'll do next time. Probably. I mean, yeah. So Veerman's Vier, backyard comp season one in the books, Ryan can't, <laughs> Ryan can't one, but like, not yeah, quite sure. We're not quite sure because that, that might be a course record that would stand forever. <laughs> yeah we but, uh, i'm gonna we'll put next time we'll put gopros like kind of at certain sections on the course just to like make sure athletes run through everything correctly <laughs> or right. uh <laughs> that could have been something you could you could have just waited and ran the trail behind whoever was in front because it could, yeah you, you would have been able to hang with anybody <laughs> yeah and next time maybe i will uh just like participate <laughs> yeah right <laughs> just Seriously. like I'll have I'll have some other people working down down below at the reservoir, and, but I think it'd be cool to to add some more things in probably around the reservoir, um, some more stations or something. Some mm-hmm. sort. Mm-hmm. Be, yeah, you mentioned fun. a double sandbag carry, which is something we don't see too much of is, is anymore. Is that double sandbag, which you know, yeah, definitely shakes things up. Um, so that's cool, man. I'm, I was yeah. I was happy to be there. I was happy that you kind of put something on. Just again, I love I love when the athletes in this sport are like taking initiative to kind of push things forward a little bit, you know, it's like, and then gaining this kind of experience could lead to something else down the road, right? If it's not just your own competition, it could be just gaining that experience and like have your hands into other race committees down the road and really influence things from the athlete's side of things. Because that's the one thing that we talk, I feel like I'm talking about all the time is it just seems like the race organizers aren't, in tune with what the athletes need. So the athletes are the ones who are going to need to kind of be that next generation to, to help with facilitating and organizing the sport and have it make sense for the athletes. So I think you should do it. I, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm pro I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push you to do it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so you mentioned before you've done a couple of races this year, you were in um, Utah, right? for, for Spartan mm-hmm. and you were on the podium there and where else have we seen you? Have we seen any, anywhere else this year for Spartan? Uh, the slow. Um, oh, uh, the slow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Was that, did, yeah. um, and that was like, you were kind of in that mid pack 
right? No, oh, yeah. I mean, for a little while, and then I was, yeah, I was like way, way back. I was like a little outside of top ten in the beginning, and then yeah, definitely mid pack. Did you miss a spear? You missed a spear, right? I, yeah, I did. You yeah, and, I had like uh, so many people pass me. It was like you and Kirk running together, I think, and then Kirk, and yeah. Then, Kirk missed his spear worse than anyone's ever missed their spear in the entire history of, of Spartan, but you missed your spear as well. And uh, yeah, but we haven't seen you. We haven't seen you around as much, especially after last year where you had podium finishes uh, at West Virginia. Right. And then mm-hmm. uh, where, where else? There was another podium finish. That was, that was pretty high up there. Right. Oh, uh, well, Utah again. Utah. Um, Utah. I can't hear you. What have you gone somewhere? Uh, oh, sorry. Utah. Last year, last. Uh, that was nineteen, wasn't it? When you're Utah. On the oh yeah, sorry. That's yeah, right. yeah. I, I don't think we saw you then. But anyway, we see it sporadically. When you show up, you do well. Uh, but you see, but you've been kind of following some different endeavors in the the trail racing, and like you recently done run the rut, and I know you've done a handful, a couple of the longer races. So, mm-hmm. how's that been? How's that been this year? Give us some an update on like what what you why you decided to kind of go that route, and just how how you're liking it in general. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to choose just some fun mountain races, ones that were fairly competitive, uh, pretty well, pretty well known, like uh, in the trail running world. Um, but mostly like I wanted to do, um, broken arrow because it's just, it's so competitive and they have some, uh, qualifying spots actually for, I believe it's the, the U S mountain running team. Um, so like there's some pretty, pretty legit athletes that show up to that. And, um, the course itself is, is pretty cool. It's pretty tough. Um, I would say the rut is, well, it's definitely, the rut is definitely way more technical, but, um, that, that course itself, that was like my first time running something like that, that, that unique. Um, I just, I wanted to experience that and just kind of see where I stack up to in the field. Um, just against like some really, really good athletes. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of chose these few well and then i had my moab uh moab Mm -hmm. 50k earlier in the season um that's also pretty hard course there the competition there wasn't as um it wasn't as competitive but that course itself was still pretty crazy um and and it's relatively it's it's not too far away for me but Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i just wanted to test myself on these like challenging courses and uh just see where i stack up you know against the field but yeah the, the rut and the there were the two, two big ones that I wanted to do. Um, you're fading out again are you like, are you like over the, yeah well it's, it's like kind of fades in and out you're like over the microphone or something oh uh, i'm i'm kind of like looking away for a second so maybe oh. i'll just I'll stick close <laughs> to the computer keep it close to <laughs> the mic yeah uh right so and I, 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 and you've been doing, could you tell us like exactly how well you did? I know in the, the Moab one, you were top five. I think you were pre- up there. I was two, right? I was running, uh, second for a while and then third and then it was fourth. I got, I got passed last minute by this chick. She's, she's really good. Uh, this girl, Brittany, she's a North face athlete. Nice. Um, and then, uh, I got top 10 at the, uh, the 28 K in at Bro- broken arrow. Um, didn't do so well in the VK. But uh, that was my first one. But and then I got third 
in the VK at the rut and then fourth at the 28 K at the rut. So, you know, I mean, the the level of athletes at the, uh, at broken arrow versus the rut is like, it was, there was a lot of guys there. I mean, like the cream of the crop, there was, there's a ton more. There's still some really good guys at the rut too, but, um, yeah, you know, I'm still happy to where I finished there. And with, um, with broken arrow, that's, is that part of a series, right? Like explain why there might be more, he's just like, it helped me understand really like why that one is more prestigious than something like run the rut, which seems like it's a pretty awesome challenge, but like, why is it just like a, a payout thing or is it, is it part of a series for broken arrow or like, why is that one? So um, competitive? Well, I think it was first of all that like the, the athletes get the opportunity to qualify for the U S mountain running. All right. Um, but yeah, I mean, the payout is, is pretty, pretty good. I think, I think also the, the their sponsors there, um, might offer some, offer the athletes like some extra swag too, on top of that. But, um, I think the biggest thing is just that, that qualifier, uh, that you mm-hmm. can get on the, the U S team. Uh, that's why there's such a, a big showing for that one. And it's not, it's its own thing, I believe. Um, okay. it's, it's not, not a series or, or of anything or like a point. What do you have to do to get on the mountain team? Uh, uh, top three at that race. Okay. Top Were you thinking you had a shot? I uh, I wasn't too sure, but yeah, in the beginning, I, I thought I had a shot, and then I saw saw those guys in front take off, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, but I I mean, yeah, I thought I had a decent shot, like cl- like super close to top three. Um, and yeah, I think for comparison's sake, I I believe. Atkins did that race last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I he, think he was like seventh or something. Yeah. Also top 10. So probably pretty close yeah. to where, where you would have finished if you were in that race as well. Yeah. Yeah. We had similar times. Um, even though the course was, I think altered a little bit. Um, we had pretty similar times. And then, so what about the, uh, the rut then you mentioned that was more of an experience, like how, or more of a, the course was pretty crazy. Like why was yeah. it so much different than anything that you've, you've had before? Uh, I mean, it was just crazy technical. Uh, we're going running up on these ridge lines that are, I mean, it's just so gnarly. Like you, I, I forgot that I was running a race, you know, <laughs> it just oh, cool. doesn't feel, it just feels like I'm out doing another 14 or like, you know, out in Colorado, like the, the terrain was just so crazy. Like we were going across boulder fields and, um, you know, at some point you're scrambling a little bit. Uh, and I, I really like that variety in, in the terrain. Like I like those, those different, like you're not just really running. Um, you know, there's all those other skills, like, um, I like, you know, I saw Johnny, he, he was crushing the downhill. Uh, like if you're a good downhill runner, you have, tons of time you can make up on um on quite a few of those descents so like it's cool to see some of those athletes shine in some of those areas and i mean that mountain just has there's there's a lot of variety there's there's some fast running but it is mostly like pretty like you're not it's not really a slog but um like you're moving through some pretty pretty technical stuff and you know we're we're up there pretty high we got get up to like like eleven thousand feet so yeah, yeah I'm you, pulling you really feel now. it looks 
looks like over like above the tree line, like really mm-hmm. gnarly rocks and shale and man, yes, like to, to run. To, I, like <laughs> I, I've been, you know, since being, being in Colorado, I've been able to just like kind of hike these things. I've been too much running in, in once or twice. I've gotten up pretty high, uh, like above like 11, 12, 13. Uh, and just like the running is so strange, like one, because it's the altitude is just hard to, deal with but also it's the the terrain is so funny like how do you run how do you even maneuver over those rocks to just like practice because usually just like big you know like basketball size sharp rocks yeah i mean i you're just you're just looking ahead like not thinking about anything else i'm just i'm looking right ahead at like just the right distance for myself and i mean like i'm kind of just in a way going for it like yeah there's a lot of rocks and um but i I guess with my experience uh i'm comfortable enough to run on that kind of terrain and not think too hard about about it but i'm (laughs) i'm focused like i when i'm running that kind of stuff there's nothing else i'm thinking of um so like i think that laser focus just really really helps me and but i'm i feel like i've been working that nimbleness on the trails a lot just quick feet silent like <laughs> um you know and, yeah, yeah so it's like a skill but uh, uh, yeah for sure because when i'm i'm like kind of running over traversing that kind of stuff it, it slows me almost to a walk you know and and when you're in that mindset of just like using your skills that you've had and all this practice doing and just like relying on essentially muscle memory and just like confidence that you know what you're doing are you even thinking about what pace you can go over that is there multiple paces or is it just like the pace that you can go so you don't kill yourself on these rocks yeah i i mean i don't really look at the pace it's just uh it's all feel like effort for me really like um yeah just because the terrain very oh, so much so for sure but that's a, like is there like, is there a push are you like oh can i move faster over these or is it like one specific effort that you know you can sustain um yeah no it's it's like different it changes a lot like quite often <laughs> um yeah i mean it is kind of one effort overall in the in the grand scheme of things but um are you able to engage in a race yeah. then at that point or were, was it more just like taking in this awesome course? Cause that's one thing I think about when I see some of these sky races and like the places that these people are going, I was like, I just can't imagine racing over yeah. that type of terrain. It's just as like, it's so wild. <laughs> like, and just to get people or even just to get that uh, enough time spent on that type of terrain to have the confidence to just kind of go. Are you feeling confident to race it? Cause I mean, you did well. And yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. that just, I, I usually, alone, or was it just engaging? I, mean, and I, I know there's like medical support and, you know, people available. So, um, I, I feel kind of comfortable running in that setting. I'm not by myself. You know, if anything happened, there'd be someone behind me, you know, that would, I always kind of think about that and like, well, I could just go for it here, really send it. And like, I think I'd probably be okay versus if I was completely alone. Like that's kind of, kind of my, my mindset towards it, but everything's like pretty controlled though, for the most part, like, you know, especially in the downhills, but (laughs) 
You said Johnny was out there too? Yeah, yeah. Johnny was out there. We were um, back and forth for a little bit too. That was, it was kind of fun. Nice. Um, yeah, he he and I were back and forth. Like I would kind of reel him in on the climbs. And then like at one point he just charged past me. Uh, I didn't I didn't know if he was like going full 100% and he was just using what he had left in the tank at that point. We still had like a little ways to go, but um, I mean, he looked pretty strong. So to like see him do that, it like kind of encouraged me a little bit. Like I tried catching up with him, speeding up and we were, we were together then at that point, um, just kind of going back and forth a little more. Like it made it really exciting. Um, kind of the last like quarter of the, of the race. Did you beat him? But, yeah, I did. We, nice. There was some, there's enough climbs in the end. I, I outclimbed a little bit. <laughs> Cause I'm looking at the course map now. It looks like it kind of winds around and a climb up and, and there's, it kind of dipped. Was there two long descents? Um, there's like, yeah, I, there's one really, really big one in the middle. That was, we were descending down Lone Mountain, the, uh, like the backside of it. That's the big one. Um, but we, we, we went up a little ways and then descended, uh, to like the very like bottom almost of that mountain. And then went back up. We were like going across a couple ridges, um like traversing along it and then descending back down but the when we went up the main mountain that's where the the big descent was like right in the middle there oh um, yeah and it's steep oh my goodness <laughs> yeah it oh man it was you, you had to like on you, this um well like climbing i mean you had to like scramble at the towards the summit so like <laughs> going down that i mean it felt like it was like i don't know between like 20 to 30 percent maybe more <laughs> i mean it just it was it was crazy are you running that like, like when it's that and no, and the rocks a little bit yeah little bit. like well down <laughs> not up yeah yeah it's a pure scramble on the way up but um yeah i mean you know on the with the loose rocks uh it is not as bad as you think like some of the rocks are easy enough to where you can kind of shuffle and um kind of use the the terrain to slide down a little like it's they're not fully solid um like you're not really you're kind of boulder hopping a little but mm-hmm. you can kind of slide slide through a lot of it um it's like loose it all moves together so um you kind of just run run on top of it slide slide down some of the the plates they're all like <laughs> plates <laughs> and, and just hope you kind of stay up with um yeah. this race looks so cool this looks like it is such a fun thing to go and do. It's uh, it, yeah, they put it together pretty well, and um, the whole like venue had really good energy. Like everybody there was was really cool, and like um, they had a lot of good vendors, a lot of good stuff out there. And uh, you know, I mean, Broken Arrow was was the same same thing too. Like um, the community out there was was great. Like everyone's super nice, super down to earth. Like You'll see, you know, pros out there walking around. Um, they're willing to talk with anybody, and like, just the the vibe of those races are are good. Like, do you tell you tell me do OCR? You're like, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Some people know. Um, nice. I think some people are start starting to know that. Um, yeah, I'm an OCR guy. 
they'll see me like running around with my shirt off, like, dang, look, looking more jacked, fit, man. Like, <laughs> not so skinny little runner. Like, I know. Because <laughs> those trail runners, man, they are, they can be pretty small. They can be really yeah. tiny. Yeah. So, and then how would you compare something like this to an, an, uh, an obstacle race? Like a lot of the races that we end up doing, we mentioned Utah, uh, Tahoe, which we're going to talk about in a bit here, but, and, uh, even like something like Kelowna seemed like it was a pretty nasty challenge. Killington just happened, which they, that gained. We're unsure. They said it was like 7,000, but the, the times mm. that people ran didn't really reflect 7,000 feet of gain, but it's anywhere between six and uh, 58 and 6,500 or something like that. You can pretty much. Count yeah. It. And just the, how would you describe the feeling of racing like a beast at Utah versus running this like uh 28 K, which is uh, what are, what are we at? Like six, 17 ish miles or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for these trail races, like the course is, you're not going to really encounter, I don't know, possibly bushwhacking or, mm-hmm. um, going off into like, like, a and you know, I do like when they do this, but like going off into a Creek or something, you know, utilizing <laughs> like completely different part of the trail, like not a trail at all. Right. Um, but you know, that's fully Spartan. And like, I like how they do that. It makes that unique, but like these trail races, you know, they have, they have like an actual, even though it's like off trail, they'll still like move some rocks out of the way. Like they'll have everything. Um, like there is still kind of a faint little, you can kind of see where they move some rocks, like shuffled in all of the sides. So like um, even, yeah, even though we were off trail for like a, a good amount, um, I guess you can, you can keep your, your speed going a little, a little quicker than you can in the OCR where there's the little things to throw you off little bits of the terrain that are just like, they'll have you just go off into the woods and just like, you know, bushwhack through a Creek, like, right. or like a way steep Creek or something like, <laughs> like you won't really have that in, in these, but um, that's even the thing with Spartan. It's not even really trail running, you know, it's not really even mountain, like a mountain race. Like you're explaining you're on a trail <laughs> you're, you're yeah. going places that would make sense to go. Spartan racers like, all right. And turn hard right here. And then just, deal with whatever terrain is, whether it's yeah, Creek, uh, a bee's nest, whatever, whatever you have to take on, uh, Spartan will just do that. So does it make the running part? More, feels easier. Does it feel easier? Feels like, feels like I can get, I mean, well, maybe cause there's no obstacles too. I don't know, but, um, like I can just get in a little bit more of a rhythm, I guess. Um, I've definitely encountered some OCRs that, you know, you, you're running super, super fast on, pretty runnable terrain and then all of a sudden hard right up the hill you're just grinding you know up a horrible slope with just like super loose rocks it's all gross rotten like bushwhacking like i feel like you won't really get that in these kinds of races i mean i guess it depends which ones you do but i don't know i feel like i can get in more of a rhythm in these um yeah. So how do you feel like, uh, like you mentioned, you just want to see kind of where you stacked up and like, how, how are you feeling about it after taking a couple of, uh, like taking basically off of the OCR season and kind of making this more your priority? Like how, how would you, how are you liking it compared to like regular Spartan race OCR stuff? I, you know, I feel good about, uh, like my results this year. Um, I, 
I did, I wanted to stay in top 10 in like all the events that I did. Um, I just kind of wanted to establish like a baseline um, time for these, for these courses. And like, I feel like I definitely got a good time for uh, like for Moab. Um, I, what was my time? It was like 4.30. Uh, well, I definitely set like a, um, like a, I think five hours, somewhere around, or somewhere a little under five hours for time. But I, I like blew that away. Um, I definitely ran faster on a couple of these courses than I anticipated. And like that, that felt pretty good. Like I, I would look at the, the results of last year and um, I kind of established a time from from those like top five or so and those were you know i came pretty close in most of my races except i guess the uh vk and the broken arrow i just got crushed to that one um i just like totally blew up but yeah i mean i i pretty much hit my goals for for all these races and um i was able to you know run up there with some of the some of the top guys in I mean, there's there's a lot of people who trail run, but at that race, you know, they were the top dogs. Like I was able to run pretty pretty close ish to them, so yeah, kind of cool. There's a good they're good results, especially coming from a different space, right? It's like yeah, uh, it, it would be like if someone from OCR or hybrid ran uh, at a prestigious road race and was getting in like the top you know, whatever percentile it's like hard to do because it's when it's not your main focus. And especially with something like OCR where you need a little bit more musculature on you and like you need to spend time doing like silly things sometimes where you're not just out in the trails and, and, and uh, just focusing specifically on it. So I love to see when athletes like you or when Atkins, Lindsay, Emma, when they're doing really well in these races, cause it just, it like legitimizes things, right? It's like, look, there's good athletes over here in OCR. It's not just people who don't run well on the roads or run well on the trails. Like, nah, these are just well-rounded athletes who can do a variety of things. So I was, I'm, I'm happy to see that you're doing well out there and representing the, the squad. Uh, what happened in that VK? Uh, it was, I did just like started pretty hard because it was a, it was a mass start. Uh, and we were running straight up this like grassy slope that eventually kind of narrowed a little bit, not too much, but, um, I kind of, I just got so antsy and like, I was just ready to go. I was all fired up and I just went out so hard just on the first little bit. Like it wasn't even that long, but that just like crushed me. And it just like set me up for failure the rest of the race. Like I was, I was like beyond red lighting, like after that. And I just could not like, well, I mean, no matter what, you're going to be working pretty hard in that race. But I just, I blew up pretty much like right in the beginning, <laughs> just from trying to get in a good position early on. Um, Cause it's just, there's so many people, like it was just a mass, mass start. And there's so many people. So I, you know, top 10 was what I envisioned. So I tried to just jump up there as quick as I can, as quick as I, quick as I could. And I just like, totally blew up like it's something like that where there's no reprieve it's just climb <laughs> like you there, there was actually a little downhill like hmm. midway and that that hurt like that was that felt terrible like it was <laughs> after all that climbing just that little bit of downhill felt so awful i felt like i was gonna collapse like as i was running down and it was just like a dip but 
but yeah, I mean, so it's like almost a true VK, but yeah. So it, it, it uh, a VK needs to climb a thousand meters in less than 5k. Is it's that the uh, the three, a little over 3000 for yeah one, one K um, within, yeah, usually like five, five kilometers. Um, like so the got rut a was, thousand feet a mile essentially is what something like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. The rut was like less than three, so that was that was short. And there was there's almost four thousand feet of climbing. It was like thirty six hundred ish feet. Like that one was hella steep. The and then but, so like in perspective, the the um the incline is what what are what are the metrics on that? That's like a um, Two thousand feet in a mile or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Distance wise, it's not that long, but I think it's around two thousand feet. So it would be um, like if that was if you did that, and but another thousand feet of yeah, gain. that's kind of what we're talking about. Pretty much, um, yeah. And you'd cover less distance, but definitely, yeah. Pr- pretty much get that amount of climbing that you need. How long did that take you? Uh, the, my first one was like 49 minutes and then I was 51 at the rut. Um, that one was like steeper with more climbing, a shorter distance. And then, uh, how long was the VK broken arrow? I think that one was just like, it was a little longer than the, the ruts, I believe, but yeah, I, I think I, I definitely had a, I would say I had a better time at the rut. My, my time was better there. <laughs> second time, uh, second, uh, second shot at it too, right? It was probably more fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew what to expect. Then. Is that, is that fun? Cause I'm thinking, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I like, I actually like climbing better than descending in terms of like, that's, I'm better at it. So I'm like, Oh, if there's more climb. That's better. But descending is more fun. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, almost objectively i would say most people be like what's more like a a descent like running down just like letting things roll but a (laughs) three thousand feet grind in three miles is that fun uh i mean at the time it doesn't feel that fun but um i i consider myself a pretty good climber and i i don't know i i like the format of that race and um like the fact that we're not descending and no one else is going to have that opportunity to shine and let their downhill skills, you know, come alive. Like they don't have that opportunity. So I think, you know, certain athletes, um, they might, might struggle a little more with just one single big climb. And I don't know. I, I, I like that format, like just, and like the day after, I don't feel as bad, you know, because that's not true. Anything, so. That's true. Um, <laughs> that's what they usually do that the first, like at Broken Arrow, anyway. That's the first day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so they'll do On those like first Friday. and they won't kill people. So, so they can. Yeah. Okay. It's just like the events usually get progressively longer. <laughs> Cause it just, that just seems like, yeah, that would, that would definitely be like, oh, it's fun when it's over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty much like, Right when you cross the finish line, you're just like gasping for air. It just feels feels like you ran, uh, just like the worst track workout ever. Like I don't know, it, 
because I, I had a little sprint at the the finish, like out at the rut. There's some guy right in front of me. I just I I got him. It sucked. It hurt like really bad. <laughs> like he was he was right there in front of me, just like for five minutes, and we were going so slow, like just so <laughs> slow, like just just to grind. And we were right there at the summit, and I just like I told myself, all right, we just we got to go right now. It's gonna freaking suck. Uh, I almost felt like I was gonna throw up, but that that extra little boost, I just like I kind of like surprised myself. Then I'm like, ooh. I actually have a little more in the tank. Keep so. going. Yeah, it's a good but lesson. It, it yeah. felt pretty terrible. <laughs> Do you think you could like OCRify a vertical kilometer with their like, like what if there was a, a carry? Oh, yeah. You just grab a rock. You just grab a rock on the trail and just, just haul it up. Rolling. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because you had to bring it back down. You wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> no. That, because I guess there can, if the broken arrow, like you, there can be a descent. As long as you still gain the three thousand feet, like the Broken Arrow one, it doesn't necessarily yeah, we, need to be straight up. Yeah, I mean, we had to actually go back down afterwards. The, the tram wasn't working. We had to run oh my down. God. <laughs> so whatever. Um, yeah, I'm trying to give you ideas for the next the next challenge. The next oh race, yeah, yeah. Next race you're going to organize OCR vertical kilometer. Now, I was thinking of some sort of uh, maybe like a uh, hey, I got a hundred bucks. We're gonna just we're gonna do Mount Morrison, like just all out climb. If you guys can catch me, like just something super, super simple like that. Put know. a costume on. Just, oh man, that's an even better idea. I've heard that the there's like man. there's like Halloween races or something like that where like a like I don't know where this was. It was like a a a gorilla got a head start on a course, like a guy dressed like a gorilla, and whoever caught him like won. So. Yeah, it could be you could do something like that because Mount Morrison's pretty nasty, right? That's like, oh yeah, at least in the beginning, that's super steep and and pretty pretty gnarly. That's uh, it's got like uh, uh two thousand feet within like a mile and a quarter ish. <laughs> I guess yeah. it's pretty abrupt. Yeah, 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 and then like the climb, the climb starts steep right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's another that that could be considered your backyard too. Yeah, yeah, it's short distance from here. I'd, it'd be a little harder to uh, coordinate prior, um, but I don't know. You know, I could probably. It would just be a trail run, probably. Then there probably, probably wouldn't be obstacles, <laughs> unless we did yeah. burpees or something. Something like that, or like a bear, like a bear crawl at a certain point. Oh, like, like put up flags, <laughs> something like that, and got a crab walk. <laughs> downhill, downhill bear crawl. Downhill or, bear crawl. Yeah, <laughs> I had first down that. Um, <laughs> So, all right, we're, we're working on ideas. No bad ideas in brainstorming. So I think we're, we're, we're figuring it out. So to switch gears a little bit, the next race you got coming up in two weekends, right? Not this weekend coming up, and the following weekend is going to be Spartan, Spartan Ultra. Ultra yeah. If it happens, if there's no yeah. fire. What's the, what's the word? I mean, th- th- any word? Are you guys getting since you signed up? It's, it? There's some snow or moisture on the way apparently okay. that's what steve shared um now now is the time when the weather will change you know it's usually about this time of the season it starts to starts we start to get some moisture mm-hmm. um, i mean yeah years past it's we've had the spartan uh world championship there and it's like you know snowed uh like that day before or something and it's yeah it's bound to happen like 
Yeah, right. This this happened uh, last year. There was a similar threat with a wildfire uh, to Tahoe, where they weren't sure they were going to be able to do the North American Championships, but they like just cut out all the water stuff. Um, and I think that's basically how they kind of justify doing it, as long as the air quality is okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's talk like it's going to happen. So last year, you and Marquette ran eighty. Of eighty five miles, was that about right? I did. Uh, I did eighty five, and then he went he uh, oh, okay. ninety. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you guys ran basically <clears throat> the full length together in your first twenty four hour race. It was a great, great showing from you uh, to come away and, and beat some high level athletes and come away with really a, a great outcome in terms of how many miles you ran on a course that was all above nine thousand, ten thousand feet. Right. Yeah. Something, yeah. Something crazy. So now coming into this year. It's looking like it's going to be pretty similar in terms of the field. It's it's you, uh, it's Mark, uh, Chris Mendoza is going to be in here. Wasn't there last year? I don't. It doesn't look like Miguel's coming. I don't think. That's but, what I heard. It, yeah, I think he's going to do ultra some other ultra, or he's yeah. focused on trail. Yeah, yeah. So it's looking like a pretty similar kind of field. So coming into this year, are you feeling? How are you feeling? Like you're feeling more prepared now that you had a 24 hour race under your belt because you you haven't done anything that long since, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, no, I, I'm feeling really good. I mean, I know my, my family, my pit crew, they're, they're going to be more prepared. They know, uh, what to expect. And like, um, it's good to have their confidence too. Like, um, but yeah, I, I know what to expect a little more, uh, like mentally, physically. Um, I, I have a different strategy this year for sure. Like, you know, I'm, (laughs) probably going to do my own thing the majority of the race this time around um and like i'm probably not going to change much up nutrition wise um i'll still have a general plan on what i want to eat but um no like uh like gear i think bringing i'm going to probably bring a a few more layers this time because last time i i just kind of I managed to get by with, with, I, I didn't really change as much as I probably should have, like upper body wise. Um, I didn't really have as many layers and like that, it, it kind of got to me a little bit. Like it wasn't, it didn't really affect my race tremendously, but you know, over time, uh, that, that kind of added up a little bit that like the cold started kind of, mm-hmm. kind of getting to me a little bit, but, um, yeah, this time I'll be a little bit more prepared, um, in that way. And, like definitely mentally uh, I'm feeling like really, really good about it this time. And um, like, I'm, I, I'm in need of, of something like this right now, like this time in my life, (laughs) Uh, just having a full day of being outside running on my feet. Like I'm, I really need and want that right now. Um, You know, it's just, just all this, all this energy and some stress, not too much, but I, I just feel like I, I I want to unleash my potential a little bit more this time. <laughs> that's an inter- that's an interesting way to kind of to to think about it, right? It's like the actual experience it seems to be something that you're craving is in a mm-hmm. matter of just like being out there. Like, what would you typically do? Like, do you get these feelings other times? And you're like, All right, I'm just going to go for a six hour run, or like, or, or, or is this something sometimes. that you've been thinking about for? <laughs> for a full year now that you're like, man, that was such a crazy experience and I'm finally feeling ready again to do something like that. Like, like how does that, 
how, how do you know that you're feeling excited, like ready for something like this? Um, I mean, I just, you know, I haven't done any really massive effort like this for a while. And I'm just, I don't know, I'm feeling really antsy. Like I, you know, my, like my volume, it's, I've, I've been running a good amount, but I feel like there's so much more. And I just, I want that opportunity to, to really push myself and see like how much farther I can, I can really go. Like, I feel like I haven't had any workout or run recently that, you know, has given me the opportunity, but, um, you know, I'm kind of, kind of saving it for this. Um, Mm. and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's good to, to feel that way. Maybe, (laughs) you know, I, I hired a, a coach also for this reason, like really get me in like ready to go, really get me in tune for, for something like this. Like, um, so but yeah, I just haven't, haven't done anything like this for a while. So it seems in. like when you're talking about it, it's a little bit of, uh, like it, you seem excited for the experience, right? Like, yes. like yeah. being outside for a full day, seeing what your body's capable <laughs> of, right? Like it doesn't necessarily need to be a race to do that, but this happens mm-hmm. to be a race. And like you are, you've done all this work and, and you're, you're a good talented runner. And you, and so like, the race aspect you also will do well at. And are you thinking of this as a race or as more of an experience? Um, I mean, a bit of both. I, I, the first time around it, I pretty much, I wanted to forget that it was a race. Like I just wanted to run and have a good time and, you know, chit chat kind of, <laughs> um, it, just cause the idea of 24 hours kind of scared me and I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to get that in my head too much. So, um, I made it less of a priority. Like I, I knew it was a race, but, um, I was a little more lax about it, I guess. Or, um, yeah, I, I was wanting to get, just get that full experience, um, and not put too much pressure on myself, but this time I, I still want, you know, I still want to have a good experience. Um, but I later in the race, it will come down. Like I will have to go, I will have to push probably harder and treat it like more like a race. Um, cause last year I didn't really, I felt like I didn't really, I wasn't in full race mode really at any, mm-hmm. any time. I mean, I was trying to be, trying to be conservative and cautious, I guess. And which is still, you know, good race tactic, I guess, but um, for 24 hours, yes. <laughs> yeah, for your first 24 yeah. hours, it seems like the appropriate race tactic. <laughs> um, so like, does that change? Like, does that add pressure then? Are you feeling relaxed about it? Or like, how does that now that you're like last year, it seemed like anything that happened was going to be a positive, right? And and getting, mm-hmm. getting second, what, and even if you would have gotten like fifth or if you would have won, it probably would all been equally as good of an experience for you. So now this year, you'll have a whole year to be like, you know what, did it like, could I have raced that? Should I have raced that? Would I have wanted to race it a little bit harder? Like how, how is that kind of playing into your mindset then going in? Um, yeah, I'm feeling more comfortable and confident going into it. I mean, I know that I have so much potential and, um, I want to tap into that last, like at some point in the race, I, I just, I want to be able to know at least at the end, I want to, I want to know that I, I gave it absolutely everything. I squeezed every little bit out of, 
of every little bit of energy out of me. Like, um, like that's, that's the goal. Like last time, you know, I, I finished and I felt like I could have, well, at least like hiked for a little, little bit longer and then maybe jogged a little bit more, but, um, now I'm feeling confident enough that I'll get more mileage this time around. Maybe, um, depending on the course right like like yeah yeah depending on the course yeah Uh, because spartan the spartan mileage one's a little bit i mean you guys ran further than anybody else the years before but the years before were like in the snow (laughs) so like depends depends on what they rolled out there for you Um, yeah um yeah and we have longer loops this time so mm. uh you know i i think that'll be good though i'll feel um and they might have the cutoff time a little earlier too, which I was thinking is so that that'll play into some, some race. Uh, yeah. I, I don't mind that, you know, a little bit longer loops. Uh, have you, how have you been able to kind of wrap your head around the, the distance or the, the time, I guess this year, is it just simply like getting one under your belt and being like, Oh, okay. Like I, I can kind of remember what that feels like. Um, or how, how has that been a process that you've had to kind of engage with in terms of the actual time, like running for a full day? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think it'll, it'll get to me too much really, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It'll be I'm not, I'm not too sure. <laughs> it's not as it doesn't feel scary though no no i don't not much really changes for me like it'll it'll be a little bit more time but um i don't think it'll it'll affect me too much really what uh what kind of pit crew stuff you mentioned that your your crew is going to be a little bit more prepared you mentioned the layers of things your nutrition plan seems to be kind of dialed in um what uh? What other things do you, are you like kind of considering? Like, is there like a gear upgrade with, I don't know, like a headlamp or anything other like little stuff now? Because the first time, I'm sure it's just like you kind of read a lot and ask a lot and like you figure out like what other people are kind of doing and then you just kind of roll the dice. Um, yeah. Anything else on that end where you're like, oh, I would, I personally would have liked this to be available to me. Um. Well, so me, Mark, and I, we had our all of our stuff kind of together um which was it was kind of nice we got more space but i think having my own um having like my own table and everything uh kind of separate and um having all the gear or food i think i'll need kind of in one space i felt like things were kind of a little bit more spread out or maybe mixed in some some of my stuff might have been mixed in with marks like um, just having that a little bit more organized, um, having our own little little table where we can set up stuff and whatnot. Um, and I'm probably bringing like a similar amount of gear, but the the absolute essentials. I'll still bring some things, some extra things, extra layers, but um, nothing else. I don't think like I I won't use. Um, so just more yeah, like trimmed, I mean, more just like you know what you're gonna want, and there's not gonna be like excess stuff. That yeah, hmm. pretty much. I mean, I 
I don't want anything that I probably won't use laying around. Mm-hmm. Um, just everything that I anticipate on using is going to be like right there, readily available. Um, it'll be quick, you know, that that's pretty much why like mm-hmm. it'll be quick enough. We can get what we need. Um, there's nothing else in the way that'll, cause like I took too much time in the pit. Um, the first like few laps, like I took a lot of time. Uh, I think it was just a combination of like finding this and that, uh, and like, you know, I'm not sure if I want this, like, right. Uh, so just having that readily available and, and not like mixed in or mixed with anybody else's stuff. <laughs> right. And like, that, that could just be, I can't imagine like any, any energy lost during an ultra is, is like valuable. So even like mental energy, like, uh, what do I need? Do I need to grab this or that? So just having that, that fine tuned and just ready to rock, I'm sure is going to help a lot. Um, is there like, uh, I know, I know Mark Gaudet is a, a soup guy. That's like his thing. Mark Batchers during the ultra virus was drinking beer because I think he just likes the bitter. I would imagine the bitter to balance out the sweet. Cause I'm, you're probably eating a lot of sweet stuff, right? Yeah. Um, do you have, and like, I think I've seen Atkins like brush his teeth <laughs> probably for similar stuff, like cleanse, cleanse your palate, get it out of there. Do you have anything like that? Like, is there one thing that you're like, that's my jam. I need that there. And I'm going to lean on it when, uh, when it comes time to that, you're going to bring along. Um, I mean, I made some pretty good banana bread that I was able to eat like the majority of the race. Um, I felt like that gave me the right amount of energy. And when I didn't feel like eating that much or anything at all, uh, I could still stomach that. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, it definitely gave me the right amount of like electrolytes and carbs, um, to, to fuel, fuel me. And like, you know, it was my own recipe. It had everything nice. it needed in it. So I, it felt extra special to, to eat that. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's my thing for now. <laughs> I feel like that should have been at the, the, the Veerman's back backyard <laughs> comp is someone gets a, loaf of banana, banana bread, bread. For, 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 for raffle <laughs> off some banana bread for people. That's a special, good idea. Special recipe. Um, and then in terms of the gear, like what, uh, is there anything like, what do you think you're going to be wearing? Um, well, it'll probably be pretty chilly. I, I'm going to, uh, I'll do compression, uh, compression pants again. Um, probably, more like like brooks running compression pants last time i had uh i think two times you mm. uh which that was a little tighter I, mm. I i'm gonna i'll still have something that's snug but that that was like too tight i'll but i'll wear that for the bottom and i i, I don't change my the bottoms at all i just keep that the same uh i'll usually i'll just do a t-shirt long sleeve and jacket most likely uh, unless it's like a little cooler or with a breeze, if there's some sort of breeze, I'll probably have a, a base layer, long sleeve jacket. Um, and we, yeah, we probably have to carry a, uh, rain jacket with us. So hmm. I'll have that also, but I usually don't, don't wear that. I'll just wear a light windbreaker, but, uh, gloves. I had my, what were they? The, the Blegments, um, mm-hmm. the extreme they're like their best one the of their big, best thicker ones the ones that yeah. kind of uh, they're slit down the middle they're like a vertical um, yeah yeah it's yeah. you got the thing for your watch too which that was the huge thing for me uh, is the, i needed yeah, yeah. the um because i was wearing my watch but 
Um, uh, Nicole, we we bought a pair from her, and uh, those those helped like tremendously because I didn't wear anything early on in the race, and my hands were just so gross. They were like just black soot, like, mm. and they were so dry. And like eventually, later in the night, they just got worse. Um, I did have those gloves, but like it they st- it started hurting pretty bad. So I think getting a head start on that and uh, probably taking my gloves on and off for obstacles, but leaving, leaving the glo- my gloves on when it, when I can, mm. um, and just protecting my hands. Like I'm gonna like get a head start on that because last time it, it started, it did, it started hurting like just simple rig obstacles. I was like, like hurting a little bit. So yeah. That's- yeah. I could imagine there's like, it's, when it's so dry like that too, like potential to rip that would suck so mm-hmm. bad. If you ripped like at mile eight or hour eight, yeah. it's like, okay, now what are we going to do? Do you, you guys didn't fail anything last year. Is that right? Mm, yeah, no, we did not. That's we, uh, we were just, you know, chilling, like taking the time. <laughs> and you hit, the, you hit the spear each time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it was the first time I actually got to like really take my time with the spear throw, like, you know, having, <laughs> having right. my competitor too we were both in the same boat we were talking to each other like all right let's just walk up and we're gonna take our time here like no rush <laughs> like that was that was nice that was really nice <laughs> yeah because it'd be like oh this actually isn't that hard <laughs> yeah i mean it's not that difficult when you you know you're not gasping for air you you have time to focus like it's super super easy so yeah um, yeah what about on your feet what about what are you gonna like, wear on your feet? Just oh, um, old VJs, and then uh, you know I'm not supposed to, but I might slap on uh, some Nikes later in the night. Some mm-hmm. Tigers. those mm-hmm. are my one of my favorites. Um, but I'll have I'll have the VJs for for a little while. The nice. the Max, <clears throat> I like the Max, and then the Ultra. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for you. This should be a really fun like kind of rematch you know even though last yeah. year it, it was very like a friendly type of battle more or less i guess you guys could say you had but this will be fun now you have a whole year under your belt and to kind of think about this and to go after it um is this like you're you're gonna do world's toughest you're saying too yeah yeah world's nice. toughest. that's kind of like my other that's like kind of the last a race of the season i guess right yeah i want to be Good, good to go for that one too. And so we won't, we won't see you in like Blue Mountain or anything for Spartan, like uh, the Canada race. Uh, probably not. That is, probably. uh, nah, that would be weird. I mean, that's it's like late October. Yeah, it's it's the whole getting time off for work, man. Like, you know, it sucks. Like, it really does. But um, I have to, t- I have to like time my sick days that I can use. Like I have to <laughs> use them evenly throughout the season. So, um, you know, they don't mind if I do that, as long as I, you know, have, have the days. <laughs> um, Got to pick your spots. The, yeah. yeah. That's just the position I'm in right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, if I, if I stay there, um, you know, I'll get more time off and whatnot. And then eventually they'll move me to a Monday through Friday schedule, which will be, absolutely amazing but yeah. i it, that, that just depends on how much new hires they they take in um to bump us up the seniority because we have to kind of go up the seniority ladder a little more so, yeah yeah like you guys 
got the whole union deal, which is pretty pretty sweet deal, but you kind of kind of take your lumps at the bottom, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone starts out that way. So. Yeah. Well, cool, dude. This was fun. It was great chatting with you. Uh, again, excited to see how things kind of roll uh, in two weekends. So, and when people listen to this, it'll be one weekend. So, so it's it's really coming. When uh, when do you get out there? Um, I think uh, or Friday, Friday. And it's a Friday. Sunday. It's a Sunday yeah. situation. Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Uh, noon yeah I think noon? Saturday. Uh, t- I think it's 10, 10, 10 to 10. Okay. Um, that's what I was last year. And yeah, they have, I think they have an open race on Saturday or elite. It might also be elite on Saturday, like shorter, like beast. Oh, right. Beast. Uh, right, right, right. But yeah, it'll be 10, 10 on Sunday. Cool, man. Like, and uh, it is going to be just that front loop over and over, right? Um, they'll have, they have us do the beast loop. I think like the regular, championship course loop and then i guess i know we almost like cut that in half yeah i don't know exactly what part of that course will run for the rest of the night um yeah it's it's the usual like championship race course it's gonna be fun yeah you're out there full day full day of on your feet i mean cool man i'm excited just because my family's gonna be out there so they can they can watch me cheer me on. My cool. sister won't, but <laughs> um, well, cool man. I'll make sure to link to your socials and people want to follow that. What is uh, just to give people an idea of what, what's your uh, what's your handle that people want to reach out and follow right now? I'll make sure to link to it on the show notes down below. But what is your uh, Instagram? Uh, T Veerman underscore OCR. Cool. I'll be able to find it. All right, dude. Appreciate taking time and looking forward to seeing what's going down for twenty four hours in a little bit. <clears throat> All right. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Rich.